0: okay let's do this as we go into the world of
1: the haters don't be hating just living the dream i love that you know what i will have some meatloaf let's have some meatloaf you want some i knew you'd go hey mom the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf what is she doing? I never know what
2: she's doing back there. Hello, you play to win the game. You don't play to it, just play it.
0: You better lock it, you lock it up. You lock it up.
1: Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up.
2: Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks at the end
1: zone. Hunter and the paddock! Touchdown! 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 With a second left! Watson hits Rimpro! Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. It's my pleasure to present the national championship trophy to Coach Devo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. The see was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli.
2: Stands head and shoulders over everybody else.
1: He is a world champion on his own. Play he is actually 6'5 with the Afro 6'9. Pretty good dribbler.
2: All you do is dribble. I have
1: to
3: dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. <laughs> oh, chucker. That's right. Every time you get
0: the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never
1: chuck. Never have chucked. Never will chuck. No chuck. <laughs> you chucked?
2: Barry takes a shotgun snap. Back to pass. Here comes pressure.
1: And he's down. Farrell gets him,
2: sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. <laughs> that's what we call a sacked lunch. <laughs> there was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values were all out of whack.
3: All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never gonna
2: work. Roy Philpot on WCCP 1055 The Roar.
3: Hey, good afternoon on this Thursday, fourth day of May 2017. Safe and sound here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios. It's 1055 The Roar, hanging out with Zach. I am Roy Philpott. Great to have you with us. Six five four seven six two seven is the magic number. 654-ROAR if you want to talk with us. And a lot to get into today. Clemson baseball this weekend. Nevada comes to town. We'll talk about it. Interesting article emerging from Knoxville this morning. I'm going to give you some details on that coming up here in our very first hour of the show. There is breaking news out of the NBA Out of the association, it sounds like the San Antonio Spurs have lost Tony Parker for the rest of the postseason, may have torn a tendon last night in the resounding romp against Houston to even that series up at one game apiece, and certainly big news in the NBA if Parker is lost, but then again, it's probably not that big, considering it doesn't matter what happens in the Western Conference outside of what's transpiring with Golden State because we think, we believe, we know that Golden State's going to be the best team in that conference and will emerge victorious to probably play Cleveland in the NBA Finals. So does it really matter that the Spurs lose Parker? Probably not, but in a San Antonio-Golden State seven-game series, minus Tony Parker, I would argue the Spurs' chances of getting that series to game seven uh, diminished greatly. Parker and his veteran presence, obviously a big deal. His production, obviously a big deal. Just watching him play the last couple of ball ballgames, played at a pretty high level. And uh, losing that production, um, an enormous deal for the San Antonio Spurs. You probably don't want to talk about that, but I did want to mention it to start the show. It is kind of our token mention of what's happening in the NBA. Uh, my thought is this. When we get closer to the NBA Finals, I- I'll hear more from you. Uh, basically what happens is when we start bashing LeBron James, I hear more from you on the NBA. And I appreciate that because I like to talk about it, and it's fun to bash LeBron, even though I think he's playing probably the best basketball of his career right now in this postseason. We were wondering if the uh, Cavaliers were going to be able to flip the switch, and it looks like so far that's exactly what they've done in the postseason. They romped Toronto again last night, and they're in a position maybe to sweep the Raptors, who appear to be lifeless. I mean, Cleveland was, has just been toying with Toronto at this point. I mean, how many behind-the-back, off-the-backboard alley-oop passes can we see from Kyrie Irving to LeBron James in one series? Uh, the answer is a bunch, at least so far, and I would expect that to uh, to continue. So we'll hear more from you on the NBA when it's Cleveland, Golden State, in the finals in all likelihood, or if we start to bash LeBron. I, I can't really bash him right now because he's playing at such a high level. Uh, if you want to talk about that with us, give us a buzz. You can also reach out on Twitter. Uh, at Roy Philpot at Mister Orr twenty four, and the text line is open for business as well ninety six fifteen sixty six. And really, it's one of those shows where anything and everything that's on your mind today, feel free to give us a buzz. We will talk about it with you. Some college football coming up. A look ahead towards the twenty eighteen draft coming up. The article that we referenced from Go Vols Extra coming up. An interesting take on Clemson's recruiting efforts in the state of Tennessee from a Tennessee perspective. Get a couple of calls here in our first segment. Gary's up with us first on this Thursday. Gary, good afternoon. Hey, Gary, are you with us? Hello? Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead.
1: Uh, yes, this is Gary Kidd and Anderson. Okay. Three weeks ago today, you had a conversation, I believe it was with Don Munson. He is either on the way to Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. had already gotten there, and he brought up the fact that uh, in about three weeks or so, something was really big going to happen in the Clemson football recruiting world, and so far, I haven't heard anything about that. Do you know any more?
3: I do not. I have not heard any breaking news out of the recruiting front. Uh, They continue to do a pretty good job, and uh, no, I haven't seen any breaking news there just yet, Gary.
1: Okay, just
3: checking in. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate that. Zach, how are you?
2: Doing well, man. How are you? You doing okay right, so afternoon?
3: I'm doing, doing well. Yeah, yeah. You look uh, look a little rushed, maybe. Look a little flustered. Look a little. Not really sure what I'm dealing with back there today. What, what's going
2: on? I'm um, happy to be here. Looking forward to the show
3: today. <laughs> You know, it sounds like it. It really sounds like I'm happy to be here. You will be to try to imitate you from that sequence there? I'm
2: happy to be here. Oh, my goodness. Dude, how,
3: what's, what's wrong, big man? What, what, is there anything I can do for you today? Just
2: tell me about your life. Tell me about your problems. What do you need? How can I help?
3: No, no, no. I'm asking okay. you. I, I I'm asking you. you? I, this is, I am a shoulder for you to lean on right now. <laughs> I, I just want to know what's up. I, I'm I'm honestly, you know here. what? Good. I just want to know what's wrong.
2: Not, nothing's wrong. Nothing is wrong at all. Did your morning show go okay today with Mickey? It was uh, uh, just a pleasure. Was it, was, was it riveting? Yeah, of course. We don't do it. We don't do unriveting shows.
3: Can, can I ask this question of our morning show just briefly? And I, I don't know if you can answer this on air or not. I have no idea. I, I may be entering territory that I have no business entering. I, I don't really know, but I'm just going to pose this question to you. I was listening this morning to the broadcast with. The veteran himself, Mickey Plyler, uh, with with you as well, Zach Gore. and I, I was enjoying what I was listening to. There were a couple of interviews on there, uh, which is you know what I've come to expect in, in sure. the morning show. I, I thought that they were well executed. I thought they were nicely done. Uh, Plyler starts talking about the linear uh, linear ACC network or what that meant. I guess he was just talking about, and uh, and and it basically went like this. He read verbatim an internal memo mm-hmm. sent from ESPN's John Skipper, basically the president. He's a skipper, yes, president of ESPN. Guys, yeah, you know, calling the majority of the shots to John Swafford, stating that on social media there were essentially erroneous reports that the ACC network may be in jeopardy as a result of. It of ESPN's recent layoffs.
2: Good word, by the way. Go ahead. What's
3: that? Erroneous. Erroneous. That's one of my favorite words ever. Anomaly, erroneous, uh, two of my favorite words ever.
2: Delicatessen. Go
3: ahead. Uh, Plethora is another word that I enjoy saying. It's just fun to say. Plethora. Delicatessen, not really, but whatever. Mickey's reading this memo from ESPN essentially to John Swafford, assuring the ACC that the linear network is set for launch in August 2019. And so... Mickey was pondering just what that exactly was. Mm-hmm. What, what is it? What, what, what does linear mean? And I, I was listening. I, I was enthralled in the conversation. I, I, I felt like I was engaged with the two of you. I was I was feeling good about life, and uh, I, I wanted to participate. I just wanted to participate a little bit just sure. to, to offer what minimal knowledge I have on the situation. And so I fired off three consecutive texts to our mutual good friend, Mickey Plyler, Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, linear channel just means the actual destination, like what we see with an SEC network. I can press 611 on my DirecTV dial, and it pops up the SEC network. There is the channel. So the linear network is essentially moving from the digital space to actual real television, right? I mean, we, we get that. We understand that now, right? Yes. We know that. It's not inherently obvious, and, and probably a year ago I would have asked the same questions, just being totally unsure of, of what was going on. I felt pretty good sending Mickey those texts. I, I felt really good about it. Yeah. Right. And I think he referenced my little show. Uh, there was a couple of derogatory comments fired. I mean, just, you know, just kind of tongue in cheek. Allegedly. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Not, not a big deal. But I, I sent him these texts. I, I get no response back. I, I get no response back. It was, I, I got nothing. It, it's like I'm sending texts out into oblivion. Oof. I, I, I Yeah. And so So my question to you is. Just based off of, you know, everything that's happened here recently. What you know, did I make Mickey mad? Did have I done something wrong here? Did it have I done something that I need to apologize for? Did I did I what what happened?
2: I, I don't know if you did anything on purpose. I, I I didn't mean to. Uh maybe it's the way in which you carry yourself the, the as this morning pointed out, the know it all attitude kind of thing. Right, right. You know? Yeah. The uh <laughs> I work for ESPN. Okay, Check out my business card. Now we're check getting similar. Check out my somewhere. business card. Does it say ESPN? Right. Oh, yeah, it does. Here. Here it is. And-
3: so I, I noticed that from, from our trusted colleague and, and really good friend, Mickey, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. morning. There was, a, the, I think he said, Mr. ESPN. There was this, he, he took the higher, the holier than thou approach and just pretending like he was me.
2: Dare I say there was a little bit of jealousy? No, in, I, in, I, I, in I, I, I,
3: it did not sound like it. it. It sounded it sounded very condescending, and it sounded like I've done something to make him upset. <laughs> and so, really, one of the first orders of business in our show today, before I get to the Gavols extra article, which I find fascinating, uh-huh. emanating out of Knoxville, Tennessee, this morning, I wanted to clear the air. I, I just wanted to clear the air and, and maybe extend an olive branch, a peace offering. A lunch invitation Whatever it is I need to do here Because I, I didn't feel good about it I, I felt like I've done something wrong And so I, I don't know if I need to apologize Or what needs to happen You're kind of the conduit You're the go-between here So you tell me what's happening What's what's up?
2: I mean, listen, as, as far as you and I go There's always problems there There's, there's always going to be um, Are you saying that you and I are dysfunctional? Yeah, absolutely From the very beginning, that's been the case <laughs> has never been anything other than that It would be weird if it wasn't Okay. Uh, as far as Mickey and you go uh, that, that's just a roller coaster. You're gonna have to ride on your own. Okay. So yeah, I I assume that you're in a bit of a uh, a valley right now. I'm definitely in a valley. But you know, you're gonna you're gonna hit that track and, and have and I reached set, rock bottom just I th- yet? I think, I think it'd be all right. That's, have I reached rock bottom? The Mr. SPN comment was probably right about right about there. And uh, that, that was hurtful. We're for coming me. back up again. That that was hurtful
3: when I heard that. I was like, I I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, I thought about sending a message on Twitter. I didn't want to send another text message because I didn't want to be ignored anymore. I didn't know what else to do, so that, that, I just—that's where it is. Uh, I, I guess our dysfunctional relationship and my dysfunctional relationship with upper, upper management now extends down to the to the morning show as well with our trusted colleague and, and really good friend, our good buddy, Mickey Pyle.
2: Speaking of your dysfunctional relationship with upper management, I happened to uh, to listen into the last forty minutes of your show yesterday. Right. What happened? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Oh my God! Does he like Bruno? Is that what this is about? He might like Bruno. Does I he like know. Bruno he, Mars? He, he might.
3: <laughs> Did I drop the ball yesterday with the Bruno Mars conversation? That
2: could be it. I and don't so know. now
3: he's upset.
2: That could be it. I didn't that think about that.
3: That could be it. Oh, man. I, I I may have to retract the olive branch because if that's the case. <laughs> if that's if that's where we are right now with this, then I'm pretty much done because I, I there's nothing I can do about that.
2: Yeah.
3: Anybody with any kind of semblance of musical taste understands that Bruno Mars sucks, especially with his stupid song that we talked about yesterday at nauseam. So you,
2: you didn't appreciate that either. Yeah, That's what well, I mean. He had one bad song. I, I agree. It's not a great song. The song sucks. It's not a great song. No, the no. song sucks. It's, it's not a great song. Okay. But other stuff he plays. The one caller that called in about Uptown Funk at white people weddings. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
3: You're, you're, you're down with that.
2: <laughs> that is a thing.
3: <laughs> See, I, I've gone through that whole deal where like most of my buddies that I graduated college with have been married now for like eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like two or three summers where it was a wedding every other weekend yeah. and where we're hitting the weddings. Uh, I probably lost a couple of years on the back end of my life during those summers. Oh, yeah. I got a ton lined up this summer. All right, so, yeah. it was, so it was really tough, but I, I'm through all that. So I don't go to a lot of weddings. I can't tell you the last wedding that I've been to. And I, I, I'm good with that. So I, I can't even remember the last wedding I was at. So I, I haven't seen the white people dancing to Bruno Mars at these recent weddings. So I trust our caller yesterday that that implied as much. and And also with you, uh, because you, apparently you've been—it's it, it, kind of a game changer.
2: It's—it's uh, it's like you know—it's like the twist of our gener—of your generation, you know. The, the twist, twist—you know that thing. No, that dude. was your generation. No, no, dude, that's like not, then, that, no, no, no—that's pre-me. Oh, oh,
3: no, that's pre-me. That's I'm no, sorry. my generation that's was unreal. like uh, you know, a little little Diddy, you know, maybe out you there, a little
2: ditty. like the Monster Mash, maybe for you. I—I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you guys listen to.
3: You know. God, shut your freaking <laughs> mouth right now, dude. Just just shut it.
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm just here trying to have a good time. God.
3: Do me a favor, yeah. Tell Mickey I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to upset him. I, tell tell him I miss him. Yeah. Tell him I, I hope him and Meredith are doing well. Yeah. I, I I'm sure that they are. Uh, tell him I, I probably can't make the trip to NYC, but I know that they're gonna have a good time.
2: So that's probably gonna that's 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 gonna, go that's gonna well. damage that's the relationship gonna, even that's more. Gonna go well poorly.
3: Uh, tell him whatever's happened here. I, I I'm good. Tell him I'm good, and when he's ready to talk. I'm right there for it, man. I just want to put that out there. I want to start the show today with that. Yesterday was kind of a negative way to end the show. When you're negative like that, you draw attention to yourself in a, in a negative light. I don't want to do that. I want to be positive. So I wanted to start the show today and just tell Mickey that uh, I miss him. I hope he's doing well. He's ready to talk with me again or, or just ready to text me back. Um,
2: I'm ready to proceed. You were the LeBron James to his Serge Ibaka this morning. You know LeBron last night where he's literally at the carnival spinning the ball behind the three-point line with Ibaka in his face, and then he pulls up and hits a hit three? That was you this morning. That was me. And, uh, and he's Ibaka. He's and Ibaka? Yeah, that's what it was. All right, all right, Mickey, he said that, not me. Yeah. Zach said that, no, not me. No, that's, that's what happened. Just disrespectful. Uh, the text line from
3: the 828, we appreciate you listening up there in North Carolina. There's a price to telling the truth. Bruno Mars is horrible. Thank you and welcome to the show, Texture. Thank you and welcome to the little show today. I appreciate your support. We'll be here until three o'clock and we're going to be talking a ton of sports this afternoon. It is so interesting how the worm has turned to quote our good friend Tommy Bowden between the state of South Carolina and the state of Tennessee. If we go back just one decade ago, Tennessee would come into the Palmetto State, take whatever talent it wanted, and then ask Clemson and Carolina, how do you like it? And by the way, we're going to be back here next year. Phil Fulmer was orchestrating the coup of the century in this state, extracting talent, bringing it to the state of Tennessee. And his program benefited as a result, whereas the two in-state powers at the time, and I use that word very loosely, uh, were struggling as a result. Florida State, Tennessee, and Georgia would come into this state, get whatever prospects they wanted, and it created a very bad situation, especially here in the upstate. No longer is that the case. And in fact, William Christopher has turned the tables on Big Orange up in Knoxville. And if you don't believe me, well, you're not really paying attention, but if you don't believe me, Go check out what they're writing and what they're talking about right now in uh, Big Orange, Orange Nation, in Knoxville itself, because there's an article this morning that's worth perusing. And I'm going to give you some of the nuggets from it coming up in our next segment, Six five four seven six two seven, the phone number, 654-ROAR on the Northland Communication phone lines. The tables have turned, and they show no signs of going back to where they were circa 2003. More on that coming up on a very busy show. Rain in the area. Be careful out there. It's on the way. A lot more headed your way. Stay tuned.
1: No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't
3: find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated.
4: Marathon, fueling the American spirit.
0: Since 1902, Carrier has been a leader in producing the most advanced heating and air systems in the world. For 25 years, Carolina Heating Services has been providing top quality heating and air conditioning services in the upstate. Today, the new Carrier Infinity heating and cooling system represents the best that both have to offer. For a limited time, Carolina Heating is giving away a free AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Services at 864 232 5684 for your free system. At Carolina Heating Service, comfort matters. They're dedicated to making sure your house, office, or business is comfortable any time of the year. Regular maintenance is the best way to prevent breakdowns, especially when the weather is at its worst. The trusted technicians at Carolina Heating Service can keep your system running smoothly. And what better way to stay comfortable than with this limited-time offer? A free carrier AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Service today, 864-232-5684.
3: On EnviroMulch They supply quality landscape supplies For any outdoor project Their spring special Get double ground hardwood mulch For a dollar off per yard Ordered online with promo code WCCP No other discounts apply From your friends at EnviroMulch Go Tigers!
1: If you or a loved one is struggling With drug or alcohol addiction Call Addiction Recovery now At 864-520-5126 Our trained addiction specialists Are available 24-7 And all calls are free and confidential Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs. So call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. The Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce invites you to participate in its annual golf tournament presented by Clemson Downs, May 5th at Bosco Bell Golf Club. The format will be captain's choice with teams of four and a shotgun start at 8 a.m. Also participate in a raffle drawing, poker challenge, and awards ceremony. Part of the proceeds will benefit the Clemson Free Clinic. Registration is required prior to the tournament. Call the Clemson Area Chamber at 864-654-1200.
3: It's the final days of Mattress Firms' once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's your last chance to save up to 70% off Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models from Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, Hampton and & Rhodes, and others. We're liquidating every tempur and Sealy in stock to make room for the next generation of innovative sleep products. Only at your local mattress firm, while supplies last. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash circulars. Product offer and prices may vary in Hawaii.
2: It's a mother of a move and grand opening as Purple Haze has a new location in Anderson. Voted the Upstate's Best Piercing Studio, Purple Haze is now at 3448 Cinema Avenue in
0: Anderson, next to Dazzler's and behind Gravies. Body jewelry, glassware, tapestries, incense, candles, and posters, and award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals.
2: Purple Haze, 3448 Cinema Avenue, Anderson, next to Dazzler's and behind Grady's. Look for a new Clemson location coming soon.
3: 105.5, The Lore. Yeah, I remember like it was yesterday. Bobby Bowden would come to this state and just recruit whoever he wanted. And Florida State would say, okay, we want you, we want you, uh, we want you. And all those prospects would say, yes, sir. They would sign with the Seminoles, and then they would return to this state and shut out South Carolina 59 nothing. And then beat Clemson 57-0 down there. I mean, it just it, it, it happened more years than now It's one of the reasons Florida State was so dominant for so long. And they could do that not only in their own state, but in Georgia and Bama and Panhandle there. And in South Carolina, I mean, they just set up shop. Tennessee back in the day was the same way. And Big Orange would roll into the Palmetto State and sign whoever wanted. it. Zach, you're probably too young to remember this, but I, I go back to, like, 2003-04. There was a great offensive lineman over at Union County, Eric Young. Dude was enormous. You know, high four-star guy. You don't get a lot of four-star offensive linemen out of the state. No offense to, I don't know, Dalton Freeman. Some of the others have been four-star. A little Corey Lambert. Uh, but Tennessee came in here, signed Eric Young. I mean, just like it was nobody's business, mm-hmm. right? They just come in and get him. Uh, the year that Clemson beat Tennessee in the Orange Bowl, Tennessee still did that. And there, there was like a, a stretch of like eight or nine years, probably right before Tennessee won the national championship 98 with T. Martin, post Peyton Manning, and then all the way, let's go to 05-06 in that time frame where they just come in and whoever they wanted. That's how it used to be in this state. No more. And it's not even close. And if you don't believe me, take a quick read of KnoxNews.com, the Knoxville News Sentinel, where – You've got beat writers and columnists covering Big Orange reflecting on how dominant Clemson has been in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee and South Carolina are very similar. In fact, I would argue South Carolina actually produces more D1 talent in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee's not a great football state for Division Division one football talent. It never really has been. And so for Big Orange to survive up there at Rocky Top, they got to go to Georgia, the Carolinas, Virginia, Florida, Texas, they got to go all across the country to get prospects because you may only have 8, 9, or 10 in that state year in and year out. And you know, probably many of those uh, could like sign with Vandy or Memphis or something. So Tennessee's got to go outside of its state, and that's where it used to make a, made, you know really made a, a really good living, and now it can't do it anymore for a variety of reasons. And I want to read you some snippets of this article from KnoxNews.com. Our good friends at the Knoxville News Sentinel. And I believe we're going to get to that here in this segment because it's kind of tongue-in-cheek and it's kind of snarky. But it also, I think if you're a Clemson fan, kind of makes you feel pretty good today.
2: It sounds like it's right up our alley. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it is. It is. I, I love people that called in there, too, during the break that were genuinely concerned about Mickey and I's relationship. <laughs> I that, that warms my heart that you guys know I'm hurting inside. And are there to just kind of boost me up. I, I need all the help that I can get. You go, right?
2: Does he really care? I go, absolutely not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, no. But I do. You know, the health and the chemistry and the makeup of this radio station. Uh-huh. I mean, it's my heart and soul, hey, Mickey. You
2: got, you got a show between you guys. You're good to go. You don't ever have to see each other if you don't want to. It's fine.
3: But No, but no, he's out there, man. He's out there on social media and he's tweeting and he's taking the entire upstate to New York. <laughs> you know, he's everywhere right now, man. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's freaking everywhere. Yeah, he is. Are, are you interested in this at all? Can I, do, Am I enticing you? Or are you like? Oh my God! Tennessee sucks. I don't really care.
2: Isn't Big Orange Syracuse? <laughs> God. Is that where this thing is? Now? I mean, is that where we are with this? Honestly, until you said Tennessee, I thought we were talking about Syracuse. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I see your condescending nature has filtrated through from the morning show here to the afternoon. I have a standing Welcome. offer with the Knoxville newspaper circuit. Anytime I want to go write a job, I have a job, it's there.
3: Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. This is what I'm talking about with this. And then Zach's going to read some Bruno Mars lyrics for us. <clears throat> uh, six five four seven six two. you getting ready back there? Oh, yeah. You getting ready? Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. This is what uh, our friends of the News Sentinel up in Knoxville, Tennessee are writing this morning. Uh, Who wrote this article? Let me triple check this. I want to make sure I give him credit. Uh, John Adams. John Adams. And apparently now these newspapers are affiliated with the USA Today Network. This is what I'm reading here right now. I have no idea how that works. I did not know that. That's interesting. John Adams, USA Today Network, hyphen Tennessee. This was updated four hours ago. It was published this morning at about 7.03 local time. This is what he says. I just checked the itinerary for something called the, quote, prowl and growl it turns out it's the clemson version of tennessee's big orange caravan you ever heard of that the big orange caravan is that boc up there in knoxville i've never even heard of that i guess it's a big deal and i guess it's like clemson's prowl and growl each spring john adams writes clemson coaches and administrators take to their uh take their program to the fans Uh, this year's tour which began april 20th and will end about a month later includes eight stops however it does not include knoxville how about showing a little gratitude, huh? Clemson is on top of the college football world after beating Alabama for the national championship four months ago, which seems like just yesterday. Remember that show we did the day after? That was fun. That was fun. I can do a lot of radio like
2: that. That was a, that was an easy show. It was a very
3: easy show. In these glorious days, John Adams writes, "It shouldn't forget all the contributors who helped it along the way, like Tennessee." As far as Clemson is concerned, Tennessee is the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you, Clark. So what if UT's contributions were unattended? They still should count for something like a prowl and growl stopover, perhaps in Knoxville. In fact, you can make a case that former Tennessee coach Lane Kiffin deserves a national championship ring, and not just because the offensive coordinator was dispatched from Alabama before the title game in January. Oh, I forgot about this. Remember Taj Boyd? In 2008, the four-star quarterback from Hampton, Virginia, committed to play football for Tennessee. Phil Fulmer was UT's coach at the time, but when Fulmer was fired and replaced by Kiffin, boy, what a mistake that was, Boyd found Clemson more to his liking. Kiffin made sure of that. In fact, it was Lane Kiffin who told Boyd, John Adams writes, that he wouldn't be a good fit for his pro-style offense. Boyd fit in just fine at Clemson, though. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tennessee. Thank you, Lane Kiffin. I totally forgot about this. Adam says, in his three seasons as starting quarterback, Clemson went 32-8. and He helped lay the foundation for a program that quarterback Deshaun Watson would take to a national championship level this past January. The center snapping the ball to Watson, who arrived at Clemson via the Knoxville area, all ACC, uh, ACC center Jay Guillermo played high school football at Maryville. UT didn't even offer him a scholarship. Ouch. The Vols, however, did offer a scholarship to five-star quarterback Hunter Johnson. He responded with a commitment in the summer of 2015. Did you know this?
2: I had no idea. I
3: had no idea either. I totally forgot about it. Hunter Johnson, the current Clemson quarterback, who enrolled in January, was a one-time commitment to Tennessee. But after Tennessee received a commitment from another quarterback, later that year, Johnson reassessed his decision. Up next, Clemson, of course, John Adams writes. Johnson enrolled this year, had a good spring, and could be the starting quarterback for the defending national champions this fall. Knoxville football fans are familiar with two of Johnson's future targets, by the way, Oak Ridge wide receiver T. Higgins and Catholic high star Amari Rogers, two of the more prominent members of Clemson's 2017 recruiting class, obviously both Tennessee natives. John Adams continues here in the News Sentinel. It's bad enough for UT that Clemson is taking football recruits away, But taking advantage of Tennessee's beleaguered baseball program seems almost unfair. Nonetheless, pitcher Spencer Strider piled on by committing to Clemson last summer. If he goes pro instead, that shouldn't make Tennessee feel any better. All of Clemson's success in UT's neighborhood makes you wonder who's next. And it also makes you wonder why the Tigers don't include Knoxville on their prowl and growl venture. They might pick up another commitment along the way. (laughs) The title of this article... Clemson owes Knoxville a caravan stop. (laughs) That that little 700-word essay Mm -hmm. means so much more to somebody like myself that covered recruiting fairly extensively for about a decade. And it wasn't my favorite thing to do, but it was a necessary evil. And just remembering how many times prospects in this state reflected on UT – University of Tennessee so fondly and how they all wanted to go there instead of go here or instead of go somewhere else closer by. They wanted to go play for the Big Orange, Rocky Top, Smokey's on the Prow, Phil Fulmer, right? They, they wanted to go up there and play forever. And now it's the exact opposite. Now they want to come play for Dabo.
2: What a decision to fire Phil Fulmer. Well, you talk about egg in the face. Mm. I mean, that...
3: He won him a national championship. They kind of floundered for his last couple of seasons, so I get it. But you don't fire him and then go to Lane and then go, what was the other guy's name? Uh, the Dooley guy, Derek Dooley. Yeah,
2: he was a loser. I, oh. I
3: mean, I, I, I'm i still not. That, that guy's career is never going to recover after that. Dooley. Nice guy. Eh, old Butch. R- real,
2: real nice guy. And then now Butch Jones. Mm-hmm. The used boat salesman, as I believe you've referred to him as the, in the past.
3: He sold me my Boston Whaler. Did he? Oh my God, dude. Boss Well, you need to cut that boat in half. It doesn't sink. It's a fantastic. That's one of the reasons he sold me on it. Sure, sure. I mean, I, how did he, how is he still surviving up there? What's he selling now? Dobbs was just drafted by the Steelers, right? I mean, all, all these running backs are gone. Marquez North, a distant memory. Life champions. Josh Malone's gone. They're champions in life. I. Uh, I don't even think they're recruiting that well now. I'm still trying to figure out, how's this guy still have a job? No offense. He seems like a nice guy,
2: kind of. They're, they're still beating the wide receiver U drum, is what they're doing. Stop. They are. No. Oh, yeah. No.
3: Oh, yeah. My mom is more wide receiver U than Tennessee. I mean, just stop right now. That's just that's just not happening. It means so much more to see how the tables have turned. And we're reminded yet again, and I'm always fearful of this in this space, on how quickly things can change. It's not that it changed the snap of two fingers between Clemson and Tennessee. That that really isn't how it how it developed. But in this decade, there's been one team, obviously, that's been dominant and another team that has not been. And this goes all the way down to the recruiting trails. Matt, a big brown truck, do worked work for your Cowboys? Yeah,
2: that's one of the problems, Matt. He's the wide receivers coach there right now.
3: Is he really? Yeah, yeah he is. He is. You know, the, the the coaching fraternity it's is why so close knit. I mean, so much. yeah, I know. I mean, but it, it, you know, you can suck, and you got a bunch of buddies, and you can suck somewhere for a long time. <laughs> you just got to get your foot in the door of the suckiness, and you get paid like I don't know, seven hundred grand a year. They hired Derek Dooley, your boy. Oh, let's see what that salary is. That you are saying it's seven hundred? I seven hundred for Derek Dooley. He's probably still getting paid by Tennessee too. He's getting paid not to coach. He's getting paid not to suck in the SEC. Uh, yeah, I imagine. There's no doubt in my mind. This decade, everything changed. And it's going to be hard for Tennessee to kind of regain its foothold in the state because you've got now almost six, seven years of Tennessee being very average, Clemson being elite. And even during that stretch, you had South Carolina that kind of poked its head up for a little bit and said, hey, here we are. We're going to win 11 games three straight years.
2: How about Dooley getting fired in November of 2012? Listening. And the university just last December – Sent its final check to him. Oh my god. They were sending him $102,049 a month A through, month. through December of this past a year. A month. A month. Dude, you go buy a house every single month if you want to. Oh. Are you kidding me right oh, now? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sure he's
3: cashing checks from the Cowboys. I wonder what that cowboy
2: salary a is. A month.
3: Man. He's he got that from Tennessee.
2: He got that from Tennessee from his buyout. This past December. This past this past December from when he got fired in 2012, and 2016 was the last payment. Holy crap. That's
3: unbelievable. That's unbelievable. 654 7627, the phone number 654 Roar. All of a sudden, I want to be a coach. All of a sudden, I want to be a coach. Yeah, you got to grind. But I mean, once you get your foot in the door, the salaries are exploding. And once you get your foot in the door, you're in. Your team stinks. You end up somewhere else. You may have to take a demotion. You may not be making as much cash. But assistant coaches now make these multi year deals happen, right? They've got agents. I mean, you get your foot in the door, you're making 200. It's not a bad living. I mean it's not bad. You're going to move, you're going to bounce around a little bit, but still. Uh, a couple of phone calls on this. The Northland Communication phone lines. Dalvin and Fountain up with us. Dalvin, good afternoon. Hey, bro, how you
1: doing? Very well, first well buddy. Of all, first of all, uh, man, you you lost some respect for me. You diss my boy Bruno. You you see, you listen to all the songs he don't he don't write a lot of songs for all the artists. You like like Beyoncé, he written most of their songs. He's a great artist. You just judge him by one song. You can't do that. Like you can't judge a coach by one game. You can't say he sucked 'cause of one song. He got a lot of hits. Right now he got the number one song in the country right now. So he, trust me, he's a great artist. And don't forget, man, you can't get mad at Bush Joe, man. He's the circle of life champion. You want me say that? They the circle of life champions. They're gonna help him with recruiting, man.
3: Uh, perhaps Delvin, perhaps appreciate your thoughts on that. And on Bruno Mars, uh, Zach is going to wax poetic on a little Bruno here in a second. He may have the number one song in the country and it just speaks to the new lows that this nation has reached. If that's the case, I, I just don't get it. Six, five, four roar, Tennessee fan and Greenville's got a take on this Tennessee fan. Good afternoon.
1: Yeah, how you guys are doing? Very well. Uh, yeah, I, would, you know, I grew up a Tennessee fan. We've been down in this area about 11 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, I, my kids are cool for Clemson. We enjoy watching Clemson because we enjoy college football. Uh, the point I would make about John Adams, John Adams was the lead guy in the press who did everything he could do to get former fired. Wow. He was almost humorous. He had been running poor old Phil down, and Phil had dropped off. I agree with that. But, you know, the point I would make is the Hunter Johnson, that kid, he committed to Tennessee. Tennessee didn't sign. Tennessee did not take any more commits. Hunter chose, you know, he came down to Clemson, and he liked what he saw, and he chose to, you know, go to Clemson. And T. Higgins, the wide receiver, the really good wide receiver, he committed to Tennessee. You know, you know how the kids do. They commit several years ahead or several, you know, a year and a half ahead, and he eventually chose Clemson, which, you know, against his right. The other kid, the receiver that uh, that Clemson got, that's T. Martin's son. That kid is. And, you know, T. is out at USC coaching. And Tennessee tried to hire T. as a uh, wide receiver coach. And there was things that his wife didn't want to relocate to Knoxville and things like that. So that kid who was living with, you know, an ex-wife of, of uh, T. Martin, he wound up, again, signing with Clemson. But it's funny – I, I enjoy Clemson. I love Deshaun Watson. I, Deshaun Watson. I loved watching that kid play, total class kid. But it is scary how quickly a rain can end. Mm-hmm. As you said before, Alabama's been the only one that seems to be able to sustain it for a long time. And I hope that does not happen to Coach Dabo Sweeney because he's such a class act.
3: It can change just with one recruiting cycle, potentially. Tennessee fan, thank you for your perspective. Stay in touch with us as well. I mean, it can. Ask our friends down in Columbia how that's worked out. Three straight seasons, 11-plus wins, an SEC East championship. The best player arguably in the history of the state signing with their school going as a number one overall selection. And you go from that and as SEC East favorites in 2014 – To three and nine, losing to the Citadel, a coach resigning mid-season, and then bringing on your seventh choice to be your head coach after that campaign—who's got to clean up a ton of stuff? I do like the sandstorm, man. They got it going on with the sand. I I do like the sandstorm. There's nothing wrong with the sandstorm? No, No, there's nothing wrong with the sandstorm. I mean,
2: come on. You do. I'm waving my towel.
3: It can change. In heartbeat. You got some Bruno for me in the next segment? You got some? Oh. You got, You ready for this? Oh, yeah. All right, you better give it to me full force. Oh, yeah. Zach Orr sings Bruno Mars. I don't I, know about singing. I've got more of your phone calls coming up. Passionately reads. This is the worst song in the history of humanity. And you people choose to listen to it because you're, you're being brainwashed. You're being brainwashed by crap artists
2: like Bruno Mars. As I peruse the lyrics here, what can I... Can I say what can I not No, say? no. You you read it. You read it verbatim. Did you read it verbatim yesterday? I read it verbatim.
3: I didn't say the word sex. I changed the word sex to something else. I think I said well, nucky. No, it's out there now. Okay. We continue here in our first hour. Zach continues with Bruno Mars. More on Big Orange or Little Orange and what has happened in Knoxville and how you try to Syracuse. prevent that from happening here. What? <laughs> Syracuse. First hour rolling right along on an overcast. Rainy Thursday after this.
1: Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. As a business, you want a clean facility for your customers, your staff, and your guests.
2: Turn to the best in the industry, JanPro. You are hiring a company whose staff is certified, not
1: just trained. They're insured and bonded, and they go through an intense five-week certification program. They're local business owners growing the local economy, and they can do more than just cleaning. You'll be more than satisfied with the JanPro team on your team. You'll be amazed. Call JanPro today at 458-3053.
2: It's that time of year. Summertime is creeping in, and you panic while looking at your yard.
3: McNeely's Store and Rental is here for you with Steel Dealer Days April 7th through May 28th. Take an extra 10% off non-sell items. Come out April 28th through April 29th for deals and food provided by Palmetto Smokehouse. Demo new steel battery-powered line products. You heard that right. This is not your grandpa's chainsaw. McNeely's Store Rental, 980 Tiger Boulevard in Clemson.
1: It's Bo Time at Bojangles. Feed the whole group with a 12-piece Super Tailgate Special for just $24.99. You can't make a living walking in the woods, but you can at least get there in confidence on a set of Toyo Open Country MTs installed by the Pendleton Tire Company. Wrap those Toyos around a set of Fuel, Moto, Metal, or XD wheels. How about a lift from Rough Country, FabTech, or McGoy's? Finish off that look with a set of infab Step Bars and don't forget the WeatherTech Floor Liners. Call Joe or Zach today at 646-3694 or check us out at PendletonTire.com.
3: Rely on Enviro Mulch; They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at Enviro Mulch, go Tigers!
4: Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit, it fits your measurements, no one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what engineered sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money. Because there is no middleman, factory to you, and you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep—it's not mattress shopping; it's an experience.
1: You've heard folks talk about the sauce at Joe's New York Pizza. I'm here to tell you it is the sauce that makes the lasagna so great. Believe me, I know lasagna, and Joe's New York Pizza lasagna is my favorite. Their homemade marinara sauce, beef,
3: ricotta, and mozzarella cheese loaded with their special spices. The lasagna at Joe's
1: New York Pizza, which comes with a salad and those famous garlic knots, is where it's at. Seneca or Clemson, make it Joe's New York Pizza for lasagna with the sauce.
2: Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. May we could live without the wisecracks. And now, back to
4: Roy
3: and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. First hour continues. Back here with Zach or Roy Philpott. Zach's going to read a little Bruno here. Also, something very strange happened to me this morning. Tell me if this has ever happened to you. Where we were amongst a large group of people we're on a field trip, doing this little field trip. I don't want to give the details on it because I don't want to I don't want to bring, I don't want to make this too personal here.
2: You were on a field trip this
3: morning? Kind of, yes. And, and so... You can't we, tell us where what happened. No, I don't want to do that because it'll give away the point of the story. I, so I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I want to protect this person's identity. There was a person that was there that I don't know. All right. I, I, I don't know this person. Oh, so you're good. Well, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never met this person. Um, it, it was a girl. It was a woman, lady. And uh, Is that
2: what they call her. <laughs>
3: it's a female. <laughs> uh, she was an anti-me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and she's walking around. And I kept looking at her. I'm like, I know you. I know who you are. Uh-huh. You look familiar. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm racking my brain. And uh, it, Abby was with me. At the time we we're just sitting there talking about, it. I'm like, I, I know who that person is. I know who she is. I know who she is. Dangerous game to play with your significant other. Very dangerous, yeah. right? So you're just you're you're kind of walking this fine line. You're like, do I do it? Who is this? Mm-hmm. In, in my own mind, I'm trying to determine who it is. Like, Wait a second. You know what? This person looks like somebody famous. It's ever happened to you? Yes. Like where you think you know somebody, but really no. It's it's somebody that you think is. It's like a, a movie star, somebody's been in a movie or somebody's been on television. hundred you know, percent. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And so then you make that determination, like, oh no, 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 I don't know this person. But this is this looks like somebody I've seen like either in a popular television show or in one of my favorite movies. And so I'm racking my brain for like half an hour trying to figure out who this lady is. And in a very obscure way, I finally determine her true identity. Like, oh my God, this girl, this lady, this woman, female person. Is the exact same person that was Frank the Tank's wife in Old School. It was her. No, it you know, wasn't. I swear it was no, her. It, wasn't. it was her. <laughs> it, it totally looked like her. And so I, I was just fixated by this person the rest of the morning. I'm just, I'm like, you're Frank the Tank's wife. It's got to be you. You're know, Frank the Tank. Oh, he's I'm, like, oh, yeah. he's, he he funnels the beer. He's like, oh, it tastes so good when it hits my lips. I just love it. I love that character. I love that character. And, and him and his wife, it doesn't work out. in the movie. <laughs> We're, yeah. We're going to the quad. Snoop Dogg like bust him in the chops. <laughs> I kid you not. I met Frank the Tank's wife this morning from the movie Old School. And I, I, I'm i in a better mood as a result. I, I kind of got there and I wasn't in that good of a mood. And then I saw this lady and I'm like, you know what? This is great. This is going to be a good day because Old School slash Wedding Crashers is two of my favorite movies ever. Our whole open is built on that, as a matter of fact. I've been in a really good mood since I saw her. And, and in my own mind, that's who it was. That's exactly who it was. Is that okay with you? You good with that?
2: Yeah, I'm down with that. All
3: right. I enjoy that, actually. Phone number 654-7627. 654-ROAR. Let's do this. Frank, Real quick. Frank. All right. Frank. Very quickly on this. If you missed the end of the show yesterday, text line says, what are you, talk- what are you guys talking about? That's been the show the last two days. I try to keep up. I know. You missed the end of the show yesterday. Ben was driving me crazy.
2: You sounded like you guys had a little animosity.
3: No, no. Ben it. was driving me crazy. Yeah. He was driving me insane. And he starts talking about his affinity for Bruno Mars. Instantly, I called him on the carpet. I, no. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, have you heard his latest song? And of course, he asks because Ben's very much in tune with modern day music. You know Ben. Ben's not a hip hop guy, but he's got a little bit of that in him. Doesn't?
2: Ben is very versatile with his musical taste. Upper management here, very versatile. He spends enough time around the football and basketball programs. I feel like he should.
3: Right. Yeah. That's one of the great parts about being around this university. Mm-hmm. It kind of keeps you young. Sure. If you're if you're going to athletic events, if you're walking downtown, you can't help but feel the vibe and the electricity of the youth of today. Right. You just can't help it. It can't just it. it's just oozing out of Tiger Town Tavern and everywhere else. Or SO maybe later. I don't know. Um, Ben's very versatile Very versatile In his musical selections I challenged him On the notion Was that upper Upper manager that, that just was. checked in she, she looked. Is, is she approving Or disapproving Of this segment I don't know Okay we'll find out
2: I think she looked When we said Uh
3: huh. So she might be Coming to SO. Tony Parker For the record Is out for the rest Of the postseason For the San Antonio Spurs if upper upper management elects to come with us to S.O., we're going to S.O. as soon as we're done here. Are we? Oh, that, that's a done deal. If, 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 if Upper
2: upper come with if, us? If
3: upper upper management elects to go to S.O. with it, we're going. We're going to make that happen. All right. Ben said yesterday, Bruno Mars was the best artist in the history of humanity. I challenged him on this off the that's principle. That's, I, that's the way I interpreted what he said. Oh, okay. That's just how I interpreted what he so said. So
2: he said he liked one song, and that's right. how you took it.
3: The song that Zach is getting ready to read to you is the single worst song in the history of humanity. The single worst song ever created. It's egotistical. It's a slap in the face to society. It's a slap in the face to me. You're you're not as good as you think you are, Bruno Mars. And and just for two minutes here, I want to clear the air with this. I'm going to prove it to you once again. Not only did it suck so bad that I had to read it to prove it to you, I need Zach to participate in our little contest as well, and I want to listen just as all of our listeners did yesterday to confirm to myself yet again how awful it is. So, with that in mind, Zach Orr presents That's What I Like by Bruno Mars.
2: Are you sure I can read these lyrics? I mean,
3: just, you know, improvise where, you, where needed.
2: Okay. And you read verse one yesterday, I assume? Pardon? Did you what, what verse did you read yesterday? Um, I don't remember any of
3: the verses. Work? You're ruining you're ruining the momentum of this bit.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I got a condo in Manhattan. <laughs> Who doesn't? Baby girl, what's happening? Oh, not a whole lot, Bruno. <laughs> what what's happening? You and your butt invited. <laughs> so go on and get to clapping. Uh huh. So. Let me hear your award-winning lyrics, Bruno. (laughs) I can't do this. No. So so pop it for a player. Pop it, pop it for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm, Nope. I'll rent a beach house in Miami. Right. Wake up with no jammies. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good line. Lobster tail for dinner.
3: When's the last time you had lobster tail, Zach?
2: It's been been a little bit. But you've had it. Oh, of course. Not that big of a deal. It's delicious. I love crab. Okay. Uh, Julio served that scampi. You got it if you want it, got it, got it if you want it, said you got it if you want it, take my wallet if you want it now.
3: Do you have another verse for me? Would
2: you, you want the the
3: pre-course? I mean, just, just give me whatever, whatever else comes next.
2: Jump in the Cadillac, girl, let's put some miles on it. Anything you want, just to put a smile on it. You deserve it, baby. You deserve it all. And I'm going to give it to you. By getting in my Cadillac, Mm -hmm. I'm
3: giving you everything that you want. That is awful. That is awful, and it's embarrassing. Do you see where I'm coming from now on this? Do you understand? Uh-huh.
2: Do you get it? No, I get it. Do you have a couple more lyrics you'd like to read for us? Uh, Based on the, the phrasing and wordage, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you feel good
3: about Bruno Mars now, Ben?
2: I'm not, Ben, so don't take <laughs> this out on me. <laughs> ha- have we made this point? Yeah, I, I assume that you feel better about it now. So, yes, we'll, we'll move on. From Jimmy and Malden says on the
3: text line, 986-1566, this is worse than Disco Duck. Yet people are consuming this kind of media right now, <laughs> right? Apparently, you're not watching SportsCenter as frequently as you used to, but you'll listen to stupid Bruno Mars and your iPods or yeah. iPhones. Oh, duck. Let's see what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you participating. I I don't want you listening to that anymore. Have I sold you on it? I mean, when that song comes on, will you turn the channel? When you're not listening to 105.5 The Roar, you listen to one of these other stupid radio stations that play the same crap over and over and over.
2: Do you turn the channel at that juncture? I'm kind of an elitist. If I don't listen to this, I'm listening to the Satellite. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Yeah.
3: That's fine. But if it comes on Satellite...
2: Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll flick up on the old little change. We'll, we'll, we're done.
3: Qualkenbush came into the studio this morning like he owned the joint and started bashing me because of my take on Bruno Mars. Yeah. I quickly dismissed him. No, shut your mouth. Did you get out of here. He
2: went for the reverse mullet with his new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it?
3: No, I did
2: not. Yeah, yeah. He's going party in the front, business in the back now. <laughs> and it's good times. <laughs> it's good times.
3: <laughs> well, um, Hopefully that puts him back in the game more than he has been. Sure. That would be fantastic Oof. for Qualk. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. All right, we're talking sports coming up. Tony Parker out for the remainder of the postseason. The San Antonio Spurs perhaps in trouble playing the Houston Rockets. Their garbage brand of basketball with James Harden. Here we go again with this nonsense. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up in our second hour. More college football as well. The 2018 NFL mock draft has been released by our good buddy Mel Kuyper, and he's got quarterbacks going everywhere in the top five. Joe and Clemson, Bruno Mars likes his steaks cooked. Well done. And you can shut your mouth. Juvenile BS. If you can rhyme like a fifth grader, you can be a millionaire. I know. That's sad. Preach Roy says Danny. Thank you on the text line. Thank you on the text line. 2018 mock draft is out. Where's Christian Wilkins going? What are people saying about defensive line university? Because I think that's where we're going in 2018